0: Hi, welcome to Worship Leader Life Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Toon, and we're here to disciple worship leaders. Welcome back to Worship Leader Life. This is the WorshipLeaderLife.com podcast. I'm Stephen Toon, and today we are finally getting to episode two of season two This is our good friend from Season 1, Luke Vandervert, and uh, he comes from a a place called The Arctic. Well, that's actually the name of his musical project, his band. And uh, I got some links for him in the show notes here. And I just love this guy to bits. And it was great to sit down and talk to him about the past year and all that's been going on. With worship and music and his life and there's some really good stuff in here. So enjoy. Before I hit play on that though, I do want to say come on over to worshipleaderlife.com and the latest thing that we're up to is a workshop on entitled (laughs) Finally Understanding Compression. EQ, and reverb. So many of you are in a situation now where you're using your um, digital boards. Some of you maybe aren't haven't gone digital, but a lot of people have. And they've got all these features that they can use, uh, but they don't know how to use them. And that's totally fine, because it's a bit overwhelming. So if you're in that camp of like, I've got the tools, or I'm thinking of getting the tools, but... I have no idea how to run them, how to use them, what they are. Uh, this workshop might be for you. And uh, the reason I'm creating it is because I've had a few churches already request it. So we're going to do this. We're going to go live and head to worshipleaderlife.com. Just you know, just give me your email and tell me that you're interested, and we will uh, be doing that really soon, probably in the next seven to 14 days it's gonna go live um and you don't have to attend live you can watch it at any time you want but that's on the not the back burner that's on the front burner so it's a it's a workshop where we're going to talk about how to get your live streaming and or your live sound sounding stellar with the tools that you have but maybe you don't know how to use yet okay Compression, EQ, reverb, and here's Luke. Uh,
1: that sounds uh, like and Eric. Perfect.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, Luke, how's it going, man?
1: Hey, how you doing, Stephen?
0: We we were just having a little <laughs> preamble, and now we're gonna put on our podcast voices and actually yes. uh, present ourselves to our two listeners out there. Or actually, no, there's a few more now, but... So, welcome to the Worship Leader Life podcast with your host, Stephanus Tunis. Stephanus Tunis. And
1: Luke VDV. Luke VDV. Which
0: which always makes me think of uh, DVDs. Like, have you seen the Tim and Eric Krimbis special?
1: No, but I wish I have. I love Tim and Eric's stuff. Oh my word, those guys are yeah. hilarious.
0: Yeah, they like to take it... To, to certain levels sometimes and uh, that's when I pretend to look away but for the most part they are so funny there's this character called DV I think it's DV he's like a little creature and he's on their Crimbus uh, special he's, he's almost like a mascot or something I don't know but you'll have to check it out so now whenever I, I say Luke of VDV I think of <laughs> The Krimbis special guy. <laughs> the DVD guy. DVD. So, um, Luke, you are a wonderful boy and a wonderful <laughs> man. Thanks. And you have, um, you know, you, you've got your project, your band, The Arctic, and you've got lots of other things going on, and we've had an interesting year, um, y- yeah, a year, I guess, with all the COVID stuff going on, and I thought, you know what? We need to catch up, and we need to ask you, what's the year been like for you? Because the last time we connected, not not on the podcast, but, you know, you were kind of venturing off into the land of being a working musician and artist, among other things, in the music industry, and uh, then, then COVID, now, I'm happy to say you look wonderful. Although, although the uh, exercise and healthy eating I stopped doing a year ago, it looks like maybe you started. So congratulations on being such a handsome man,
1: Aww. and welcome. Well, thank you, Steve. <laughs> that was, wow, I feel so flattered. Like. <laughs> I feel so welcomed, and I feel so good about myself just listening well, to this podcast. Al- and I'm wow. <laughs> you've always
0: you've always looked good,
1: but I mean, uh, I don't know.
0: There's just something about you. You're glowing today. What's what's that about? How are you doing,
1: well, man? I I there's well. Last time we chatted, that was I'm thinking on the podcast. That was a long. It feels like forever ago because it was it was mm-hmm. definitely before COVID. Um, it would have been. I would have said, I would guess 2019 was probably when we chatted.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we talked a little bit about this um, artist collective thing in a short conversation and then like the odd text or something. But yeah, the podcast was definitely the, the longest conversation we had right. the last, right? Or the last longest long conversation we
1: had. Yeah, so just as a, as a, a quick sum up, so um, in at the end of November... Uh, 2019, um, I decided to step away from working with, uh, Long McQuaid, which is a music retailer up here in Canada mm-hmm. and decided to go into doing, um, not only just music full time, but working with artists and, and trying to, you know, do administrative help to kind of get them going to a place to be as well as starting to do film work. Um so (laughs) uh december comes um had the first christmas eve off i've ever had which was amazing um honestly for anyone that works in worship ministry you don't get christmas eves off like to actually have a christmas eve off to be with my my family uh what, yeah it, it's so good. I know so many churches won't allow for that the the meal you know, anyone's involved with worship it's they're tied into it but if you can talk to and you know your lead pastors or anything to see if you can get a break for Christmas Eve, it is such a healthy experience because my wife always vocalized how disappointed she was that I wouldn't be able to spend Christmas Eve with her and now I understand. Like it was it was mind blowing. Anyway, so Yeah. And she grew up in
0: a household where they were involved in ministry, so Right. You know, she she kinda
1: She really kinda understands mm-hmm. I mean, she's such a, a wonderful compass in my life for things like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, so
0: is my wife. Yeah. Hey, by the way, before before we go on, uh before any any of you listeners think that Luke's last name is VDV. I just thought of this. I was like, no, he doesn't look like the creature from the Crimbas special. His last name is not VDV. It's Vandivert. But, uh, you know, probably the most important thing that I will put in the show notes is all of his information, like the Arctic uh,
1: website, and which is, what is it again? Arctic Music? Oh, it's uh, no, actually, it just changed. It is okay. not The Arctic Music anymore. It is the thearctic.co. Okay, um, awesome. So it is, I changed it to the thearctic.co because um, I'll get into this a little bit later. I started doing some directing. Sweet. And um, to kind of bridge those worlds together, um, yep. it was recommended to change the, the website domain to something a little bit more broad. And the thearctic.com is like 15 grand <laughs> to buy. Oh, so it. Is it actually for sale? It is for sale, and wow. it was like, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so I'll just drop the M off, and it'll be
0: better. <laughs> yeah, and dot co. That's great. So okay, it works gotta... out great.
1: So if anyone tries to Google the Arctic just you know, make a spelling mistake. Yeah, <laughs> and then it works. And out
0: great. don't and don't search for uh, Luke.
1: VDV. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no idea what'll pop up. It, it won't but, be me, uh, but
0: <laughs> yeah, but Bandevert works or um even uh, arctic.co. Cool. Okay, so so basically Christmas Eve was wonderful cuz you got to spend it with your family. Right.
1: And then and kind of going on. So um then comes January. And this is this is where things kind of took a very interesting turn because here I am going into the new year, r- excited to kind of start um, doing music, start doing directing. Um, it COVID, something, but it's not it's not anywhere near restriction territory or anything like that for us Canadians. Mm-hmm. It was anything yeah. like that. Um, but around the very beginning of January, I started getting these crazy anxiety attacks that i've never experienced in my life before wow wow um and so i mean i i i can get anxious um i i you know it's like driving into a city i get a little nervous and a little anxious but this was something that i've never experienced before where i was completely unable to function um Mm. I remember the the first night I got it um, I I thought I was having a heart attack because my arm went numb I had mm-hmm. all these symptoms of it and I just started realizing oh I might be dying <laughs> and and it was like and on Sorry, I, I shouldn't
0: <laughs> laugh, but I mean
1: that's like You can wow. laugh a little bit.
0: <laughs> I I've been there though, yeah.
1: So it was it was a crazy crazy kind of experience um and I, unfortunately having, um, being, I, I, having some American in me and my dad being American, I had this instinct fear of the hospital (laughs) Okay, (laughs) because the hospital equals money. So, um, so it was just this like really bizarre thing. I didn't sleep that entire night. I just was panicking the entire night. Um, next day I went to the ER. I don't know. So it wasn't the ER. It was just the doctor kind of a walk-in clinic wait and were you
0: keeping this all to yourself at this point i
1: i was i i, I didn't want to wake up my wife i <laughs> okay. was i was internalizing i was being a bad husband um <laughs> i should have i should have acted on it and i didn't i was just kind of in a bizarre way come to terms that this might be the night that i die and and it was it's, it was so real like everything it was just these, my chest was super tight. Everything, these symptoms, it just felt like this is gonna be it for me. I wow. went to the, I went to the walk-in clinic. They noticed my blood pressure was was extremely high, and then that just started this next month and a half of just constant panic attacks and anxiety attacks. Oh um, gosh, to the point where it wasn't like. It wasn't like, oh, I, I had a anxious moment in a day. It was to the point where I was having these panic attacks probably 10 to 20 times a day. Oh, man. And it was just like I, I could not function. And that, it was, like I said, it was about a month and a half of that and just trying to get better. And, and <laughs> you know, it's amazing when you have these kind of crisis of life moments, you really start to... I mean, talk about a way to get reconnected with God. <laughs> because it's like, oh, yeah. okay, I, I there's things I want to change. There's things I want to do better. And the way that I feel right now, I could die any second. So I'm going to make sure my wife knows that I love her. I'm going to make sure my family knows that I love them. I'm going to be able to... I want to communicate these things well. Um, And just this constant battle and trying to the health side for me, I, I started doing a lot more running. I started getting in more shit or hopefully trying to do more cheap. Um, I dropped a crazy amount of weight within that month. I think it was like about f- like 50 pounds within that. Whoa. First- it was cause I just wasn't eating either. Like yeah. I was just, everything was just, it was just this crazy bizarre thing. Um, but eventually I, it got better. Um, and then, you know, it was like, I think it was around March. Um, things were much better. I had gone to the, my doctor and they, I kind of told her what I was experiencing and everything. They had me fill out this questionnaire. And about two weeks later, I started getting better and started, you know, because and I think it was because of these changes I was making. For I sure, was getting yeah. better. And then they called me. This is just a testament to how. Brutal the Canadian healthcare system is. Two weeks later, they called and said, "Oh, you've been diagnosed with severe anxiety disorder. You need uh, to come uh. in immediately to get medication." Oh, thanks. And it was like, <laughs> so here's the thing: I'm actually doing better. <laughs> Can you just make a note of that? If this ever comes back, then I we know what it is. Um, yeah. But it was just like, I mean, if if they had diagnosed me. You know, in a a short amount of days, I would have, I would have taken the pills easily, right? Um, but I I did some research and I was just realized I need to make some serotonin level changes. I need to do whatever I can to kind of kick this on my own because I kind of was. So, like me and Rachel and family around, kind of working together towards it. But it was like they didn't they didn't have the time to kind Mm -hmm. of work with it. So so anyway anxiety starts going away everything's great um that was around the time there was a song that um i released called the same thing which was written before this the the season was going to be released in december um we had an issue on release and then this anxiety thing happens totally changed the song for me Mm. it was crazy that it was it was one of those amazing things where Now, after going through that season, I can look back at that song and it's completely changed for me in regards to the meaning of it. Yeah. Um, Much more real to me. Um, But then, you know, comes March and then COVID slams down in Canada. And it's like crazy. My wife loses, or she didn't lose her job, but she was definitely unemployed. Yeah, wow. And I come out of this crazy season of anxiety into another season of anxiety but in a good way that anxiety wasn't it was it felt like this is fine yeah because this is where everyone's going through this together and we suffer these things together
0: yeah yeah it's a little different when everyone's in it together yeah um I was trying to take a picture and you and you moved away like oh sorry <laughs> no <laughs> I thought oh sorry. no he doesn't want me to take a picture no <laughs> yeah, yeah just I dodging away I'll, I'll just, stay put just like to to like I don't want to chime in too much but I I also suffer from panic disorders anxiety and that's a whole other story of like how I found that out and how it all kind of became apparent I mean it was apparent for a long time but. Um I didn't know what it was until I was an adult and growing up it was always like, Oh, it's just Steven's allergies. (laughs) Like I was just having these full on like once, twice a day I would have these total panic attacks. I could not handle anything and anyways, but you know my experience as well has been that you know, medication and exercise and better diet has always like made me better. Um, and I I go through times where I ignore one or all of those (laughs) things, but (laughs) when COVID hit, it was like a different kind of anxiety. It was like a collective, like anxiety where we know something's wrong. We're always thinking about it. We do have to be careful with our own personal mental health and physical health, everything. Um, but at the same time, we're all in it together. So I really love that you pointed that out. So but yeah, yeah, so I uh, I totally get where you're coming from. I even had one of those experiences like you talked about of uh, I thought I was dying, like because <laughs> I'd never experienced it so bad. And um, I've talked to a number of men who are our age who out of the blue have had that happen. Now mine wasn't out of the blue, but um, it's it's pretty scary. It's really scary. So. I'm glad you're here
1: (laughs) I'm glad 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 you took some steps that's great man that's amazing well it it was it talk about like wake up call stuff right like it was I mean it was a very real thing and I've always been I mean my parents would always say that I overreacted when it came to health things I would agree (laughs) you know like (laughs) I I was like anytime I was like oh my arm hurts it needs to be amputated like it was just always (laughs) exaggerated (laughs) but you know it is kind of interesting like and you mentioned that you you've met other men that had that same experience and it was the same thing with my little brother a month before wow. i got hit with it he had the same thing happen wow and same thing like him especially no no like past with anxiety or anything um and just out of the blue got these except, crazy symptoms
0: except that you're his brother
1: yeah exactly yeah that's a that's another whole mental issue on this (laughs)
0: i'm just joking i'm just joking no anxiety there okay so
1: yeah so anyway we so kind of touching back we um we start going into this season of of collective anxiety where everyone's kind of feeling this tension and and frustration um my wife lot you know became well basically was on CERB or EI um and obviously as we know from music just shut down like everything everything got shut down um so in the midst of that we kind of started refocusing a little bit and we started realizing maybe it's time for a change so we uh we ended up selling our house.
2: <laughs> oh wow!
1: Yeah, so we sold our house and <laughs> we moved out to Abbotsford. And now we're renting, and so we're renting actually from uh, Rachel's parents. Hmm. And it was, and we took all the money we had from the house, and we just threw it in some investments, just to kind of, you know, kind of wait. Because I, I don't know if anyone's listening, and you, you're not in Canada or or BC um bc's real estate is just crazy high oh yeah and it, it's it's stupid yeah <laughs> it's just stupid yeah um and with all this COVID stuff i was just kind of curious on a business side just to see if the market would dip down because of all the things with serb and everything like that we haven't seen anything yet but i am i am kind of curious to see what will. oh yeah
0: i thought for yeah. sure we would see something By now but now we were just talking about this yesterday and where i live in the okanagan um things have been kind of getting expensive again or you know continuing to rise because people who are doing remote work are like you know forget this i'm moving to the okanagan you know instead of stay staying in the lower mainland or staying any any you know in any big urban center they want to get out to our sunny desert here but yeah, and for those who don't know, like Luke lives in the most expensive place, like in the Lower Mainland. I mean, Vancouver obviously, the further west you go, it gets a bit pricier, but I I'm from Chilliwack and you know, unless I win the lottery, I'm probably not buying a house there anytime soon <laughs>
1: it's it's just so crazy like yeah we we got yeah. really lucky when we got our place it was a townhouse yeah and it was just it was a really we were really fortunate with timing yeah i've and been there too just, yeah oh my gosh like it's just mm-hmm. but even now i mean unless something changes it's like to get i mean to get any if you want a house that you're willing to completely tear it down and rebuild. It's still too expensive. Like not yeah. even the building cost. Just buying the property with the buying house. Buying the junk on it. house.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, just, the junky it's, house that's a tear down. Yeah, totally. it's crazy.
1: Anyway, it's not real estate. But, <laughs> this isn't a real estate podcast. This is a worship leading podcast. Hey, hey right. but it
0: can be. No, but it's, it's definitely something that comes up for all of us. Just the, the this whole like, how do we live here? How do we how do we live? You know, as Christians as worship leaders, as disciples of Christ in this culture that we're in, and in, you know, how do we, yeah, how do we create a, a good, healthy life for our family and for ourselves? And what does that look like? And so, sounds like you're, yeah. you're, you're waiting, you're, you're waiting, and, um, you know, so is it, is yeah. this, is this a place on their property, or or you guys? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. We're,
1: on, we're in their basement.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Okay.
1: Yeah. So and that that kind of leads into uh, another reason, kind of for this decision, is that I um, I started working. I've I've been working with my father in law for a while, right on um, with helping him with his music, and um, and so by. I I think we did you know what there was a time where I think we we actually just tried things out and we just stayed with them for a little while it was during one of the crazy restrictions where you know it was like no one can see each other at all if you're in the house that's it and so it was during (laughs) that time we went you know like this is going to be especially for my wife she was really wrestling with it I think we said well we'll just maybe we'll just go live with them for a little while and just be with them And then we'll go to our house and feed the cat and stuff, (laughs) but we'll just stay there because that'll be the household, right? Mm -hmm. And then we'll be around family at least. Uh, And then we just realized that uh, my my father-in-law and and I we just got so much done (laughs) (laughs) because because it was just like you know when you're doing creative work especially when it's film or music videos or any kind of video editing stuff it's like here's a draft what do you think they have to view it they write their email they send it back and you're you know it's like waiting that back and forth I'm you know off working on another project and I'm Tied yeah. up with that. And mm-hmm. then I come back and it's like back and forth, it takes too long. So then we found out, oh, maybe this is why offices are a thing. Because <laughs> <You laughs> yeah. well, it was just I mean... so much quicker. Like we, we pumped out so much stuff in that little bit of time. Right on. And it was like, well, it actually would be nice, not only as a, as a, a, a to be with family in close proximity, but also as a, on a, on a working relationship, there's just a lot more. Communications a lot easier to get things done. Right on. So it was, yeah. it, so it yeah it was just an, a nice a nice well, benefit I mean, to he probably with
0: he probably gets you to water the roses too right <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it's ten, very true. Ten, ten, ten to the yard work or exactly or is, that, uh, is that part of the deal.
1: I, I put up some Christmas lights this year, so Oh nice. You know, you know for those thorns. Ex- send up the expendable one, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right on. Yeah. Cool. No, okay, so so you're there, you're working, you're getting lots done. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously COVID's hit and
1: you sell your house and Yeah, and so you live happily ever after. We, that's the dream. Uh <laughs> you know. Um we did um and so, kind of with that, like we we started working on some different creative projects. You know, with in regards to the Arctic stuff, I I I kind of sat a little bit more in the back seat in regards to, and partially because churches aren't doing much. I would do the odd thing for video, and you know, a mm-hmm. church would ask me if I could help them with their worship, and I would just make a video home and send it off for them, um, and. Sometimes I'd go there for like a live stream situation, but uh, it there just wasn't a whole lot happening. so kind of early this year, I thought I would just make ridiculous covers uh, yeah yeah you know and and just like you know nothing that, nothing that's really in, I, I've always kind of enjoyed doing covers and just kind of doing things like that yeah and so I started doing like uh it started off I think with um someone dared me to cover their song. Uh, Cody Jackson who's a wonderful artist uh, he asked me to or he kind of invited me to cover one of his songs because he covered mine so I was like sure so I did that and then kind of got the wheels turning that was a lot of fun so then right at the beginning of the BLM movement um, Jars of Clay has this amazing song called Oh My God Mm. and it is so profoundly written and it is so good in regards to the resonance of justice and the issues of of just god why don't you see these things that are breaking hearts you know like and i and i weep i lament these things and it's just and it touches all the bases and it's a song that has three movements to it it's so if you haven't heard the song you have to listen to it it's incredible and then that led to hey it'd be kind of fun to do a contest so we did this cover song playoffs Turns out, Gangsta's Paradise won. <laughs> so I got nice. to cover a rap song, not just a rap song, but a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah. So it, now I, we just did another one, and uh, I have to cover uh, Come Together by the Beatles. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so it's you know on the on that side, it's been you know kind of like taking a little bit of a backseat, trying some new things out for for music and stuff like that. Sweet, but but where it kind of went into overdrive was working into directing music videos and stuff like that so um uh this last christmas we released a christmas special uh that was up for national that was on a national release um that was crazy (laughs) you know it was like you know I've never done any. I, I've directed music videos and stuff before on, on, you know, on an indie scale. Yeah. No, that's that's. I enjoyed that. I like doing that. Um, but to actually go into a national broadcast and directing something for that is
0: cool. It, <laughs> so, and do you like? Do you have a team that you assemble? Like some of the people that you guys normally work with were involved, or um. Yeah, how did you how yeah. did you do that? Like how did you resource your needs there?
1: Yeah, so for this particular project, we um we brought in uh some very good friends of ours, uh Marika Seward, who's mm-hmm. um who actually knows the acting world and yeah, the movie production world, which I mm-hmm. just I just know what I like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Um and uh and then we brought in Christopher Greco who's uh a wonderful script writer and, and professor down in Boston. And he worked on a script for this, this wonderful thing, Christmas at our house is the project. Um, and then, you know, from there we developed this concept and worked off the script and came with this idea. And because of not only the COVID condition of everything being a little tense, we kind of had to stick within our parameters. Right? Yep. We didn't want to go into you know full on casting calls or anything like that. We wanted to keep everything as much in-house as possible. And yeah. so like crew-wise it was just basically you know Philip Jans, right? Yep. So Philip Jans ran all the audio and mm-hmm.
0: arrangements
1: and stuff like that. Did you do um, it
0: at the house there? Like We or did or yeah, we, just, yeah,
1: we did it right in the house. So we we shot the music or, performances in the studio and then we yep. shot um all the um, all the dialogue in the house. Oh, cool. Um, You're going to love this, though. So (laughs) we were shooting in November, uh, early November. And uh, is that right? Yeah. (laughs) It's like feels forever ago. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And we're shooting in the beginning of November. And um, it was the plan was we had rehearsals. um, We had. uh, The first day which we only filmed one song which kind of played off the rehearsals a little bit then Saturday was the full shoot day for the band and then Sunday was going to be all the dialogue and that was the plan of the schedule well the Saturday at 3 o'clock we tuned to the news to find out uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry was saying this is going to be the COVID restriction and everything needs to cease now or starting at at that night, as cease, and so we kind of panicked because <laughs> yeah. it was like, no kidding. Um, if we don't like, if we we if we can't shoot tomorrow, which means we can't make this production this year, we'd have to wait a whole year. So yeah. we kind of had a crash meeting and decided well i guess we're shooting that whole second day that evening as well (laughs) (laughs) so it was like you know we we might need some more lights too oh my gosh it was like it was just crazy (laughs) so i mean i i felt i'm so thankful for my crew like Mm -hmm. they were so amazing and you know like um zach seward was one of our camera guys but he was also one of the the one of the actors yeah. in it too and so he's like you know he's he's seeing things on a film side and then he's getting in the scene and he's keeping his <laughs> energy level up and you know like me and and darren who i was who was uh working camera with me we we're like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> falling asleep behind the camera the camera's getting a lot more shaky as the as oh the night. my goodness yeah But it was like that was crazy but wow it, it worked we got it done that's was, great. You know, we all slept in very well the next day. <laughs> <You> yeah, <know? laughs> I bet. Eh? But it was yeah, it was a really good experience. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of Well, fun.
0: that's that's interesting because what I really, you know, we've already been talking about what I wanted to get to, which is what has this last year looked like for you because you know, I want to find out from pastors, leaders, artists um you know where are we at a year later? I know that a lot of people have um, learned a lot over the last year. Have you know put some uh, added some some tools to their to their uh, toolbox regarding you know online stuff, did uh, tech, you know audio, video, but um, it's still kind of an unknown to me, like how various people in both uh, artistic industry and also in ministry, how they're surviving and how they're doing. And um, and I just, I know that we're doing okay as a church and as a community, but we have the luxury of being, um, a lot of our members are retired. They're not going anywhere. Um, they, have, they have a steady income, but they're not mm-hmm. working, right? So right. it's a little different for us here it's and then a lot of the other folks uh, you know most of our friends are either employed by school or the government you know teachers and EAs counselors or there's some like me who who I can work from home I will I always was working from home so yeah I'm just I want to know like where are we at a year later and it sounds like you guys have found ways to keep active and keep working but it's obviously not without its hurdles and struggles, but like, mm. are ha, has anything been just completely like, okay, hey, we
1: can't do this, right? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's been things that have been tricky, like you know, I I mean, there's been some like worship stuff that mm-hmm. it has been. I think that's probably been the most difficult because there's been people wanting to do events and, and, and worship events and, and it's, there's, there's part of my heart that just wants to be involved with that so much because it's, I mean, that's, that's still my first passion and love, you know, to get, Mm -hmm. to be in the same room with a bunch of people all coming together to worship. And like that, Mm -hmm. that's, that's where my my heart still lives there like that is that's something that's so not only beautiful for me to see but it's also something that just resonates it's just says unity yeah and to have those chances to you know be a part of something that wants to continue and then the the other part of your brain going like This isn't the safest thing to do. Um, This isn't the most responsible thing to do, Mm -hmm. Um, and you weigh those things out. And like, uh, yeah, I I, as much as I love the idea of us coming together to worship, it's just not. We shouldn't do it. Not now. Like you know, it's like
0: our 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 district uh, superintendent um, with the alliance. Christian Missionary Alliance uh just posted uh you know uh, basically a public statement of like where we're at and and how we've arrived at this theologically you know scripture ba- biblically based and it really comes down to th- why we shouldn't um I'll I'll post the I'll post the link to that in the show notes but because um, I actually read an earlier version of it, which was just to the pastors and ministers. Um, but uh, basically, if we want to love our neighbor, you know, and support yeah. our communities, um, and that that's what this is about. It's about keeping people safe, you know, and it's not about, you know, demanding our right to, To assembly or (laughs) yeah, I get I get where people are coming from, but I mean honestly, like I think I think we're definitely called to be um, peacemakers and you know to love and to yeah to to protect the most vulnerable, you know yeah. So that's that's it. That's it's hard though because obviously we're worship leaders and we want to worship with others and um. And we also are involved in, in uh, like, vocationally, you know. Yeah. Um, I I've had uh, so many gigs canceled and both in church setting and also you know just with my band and it sucks. Yeah. Um, and
1: there is something that misses when you know the musical communication with others, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you're yeah. playing with other people, it, it is it is something that I. I think we do need to properly lament because it's totally. it is something I think we all all miss, mm-hmm. um, and I you know I'm I'm super happy for the churches that can do something, mm-hmm. you know like uh, those churches that can do it whether it's their areas that allow for you know churches to gather and 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 worship together, um, or. If it's even just the worship teams allowed to come together and play because of for a streaming service and everything's in place, like those are those are those are beautiful things to celebrate, right? Um,
0: Yeah. And what have is there anything you've been doing to kind of help keep yourself active and healthy spiritually? Um, Because I mean, we're allowed to we're allowed to worship with our families, and we're allowed to you (laughs) know we're allowed to 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 meet one on one or just on a walk or so like there's various things we can do so we're exploring ways to do that but yeah is there anything you've found helpful
1: well to keep myself spiritually healthy I found almost dying being a very good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. being a very good spiritual motivator uh <laughs> totally. yeah um well my my church the table um it it's been actually quite a amazing uh, it, it's a my it's based out of uh, the vineyard movement as well Mm -hmm. and um we actually kind of thrived in this season much you know unlike a lot of churches when the crossover went over to zoom and all those things um just the way that we have done church and everything it actually really worked out like it, it was a really neat thing so because of the way the table operates and and functions, it doesn't function like a typical church does. Um, it's so community focused. It and um and, and in essence, kind of liturgical in yeah. focus. Um, it makes it a lot easier to function and and tie these you know the elements that kind of make it what it is at the same time really extending the invitation to it being people oriented. So yeah. when when we gather it's so much relational based mm-hmm. rather than service based. So yeah. it it really like for us it was a really neat thing to to see kind of flourish in in that regard. Um so I mean as for like church health that that's been yeah. Uh, an anchor for Rachel and I because we we love our church community so much and we love visiting with them individually you know through a Zoom call and
0: yeah and then are you guys like you, it's a network of of uh, groups is that right I think Andy was telling me about this mm. the table.
1: It's not. It's not really a network, actually. No, it's its, it's, not. its own thing. It's just. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> thing. I would call it. It's the. It's the church for burnt out pastors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, perfect. Just, yeah, it's. It's just a lot of people that are involved have. Um, have have done the church thing, if you know what I mean. Like, yep. if, if for those that are part of the church ministry, you've you've been. For those that have maybe had a rough experience, you may feel that you've been chewed up and spat out. And yeah,
0: we're just here to kind of keep the machine working. Yeah. And, and as opposed to <laughs> walking well, alongside I, people yeah. in life and, it, it, I, and I, I
1: I know it sounds cynical, but it's like it. The I have a so many countless stories of that where churches mm-hmm. they they don't. They don't care for their own, not, not, not that they don't care for their congregants, they don't care for their staff and it's, it's super heartbreaking. But so a lot of the people at the table, it was never made out of spite. It was nothing like that. It was just organically, how can we do church differently? Um, how can we set things up different? It's very kind of, you know, I, what's the, what's the Robert Weber book, future past kind of concept, um it's very similar in that and concept and it just kind of it, just people that wanted to come alongside were people that have done, you know, kind of been through the ringer when it comes to being with church and, but not, and it's not nothing like there's no, um, what I really love about it. There's no, uh, what's the word, um, frustration. There's mm. no, uh, I don't know. There's just no ill feelings towards their church experiences, and that's not a motivator for this group. It's yeah, just, we, yeah, you
0: know, I get that. It, yeah. For years, our church in Prince George had a motto, and it was church for the rest of us. And at some point, we realized that, you know what, it made sense. At, you know, it makes sense to a lot of people involved, but. It's. It gives people the impression that our church is for, is like somehow better or, you know, if you've been wounded at any of the other churches in Prince George, then come to our church, and and it just sort of, it. We realize like how disrespectful and, um, just you know it gives it gives a bad taste when when you're looking at the community of churches in Prince George like as if to say like oh like we'll we'll, we'll help you i know those other churches hurt you but we'll come over here you know it's like no, no 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 that's not what it meant what it meant was like originally they were they were they found their community was made up of people who either didn't know what church community was about or you know, just misunderstood or had, had a bad experience, but it wasn't at all supposed to mean, you know, let's point the finger at other churches and and start I, a, yeah. a new cult or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's 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 easy to mm-hmm. point blame, right? Yeah, it, but it's not. I don't think it's what we're called to. No, if you know it as harsh as that sounds and as liberating it is sometimes to point the thing that that's the issue and we will hurrah against it um that's not what we're called to well that's think,
0: that's really what sent jesus to the cross as far as from the human perspective is like mm. let's find someone to blame for everything that's wrong and let's right. crucify him and then you know Everything will be fine. Yeah. Well, then
1: all our and, issues involving yeah. religious disorder will be resolved. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then God says, "Okay, fine. Crucify me. But it's not going to work. Because guess what? I'm going to rise again, and your problems are still going to be here. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is Rene Girard, and you know, it's this theology that kind of recognizes this scapegoating and um, the mimetic theory, and so I love that. I love that." You can't, you can't, uh, you know, we all have a responsibility to make choices and we all have a responsibility to, to take responsibility for our lives and for our worship. And so if you spend your whole life pointing the finger at a church or a person in the church or, or, you know, saying, look at what the church did. Uh, So that means, you know, I don't believe in God or I don't, or I'll never step foot or I'll never be a part of that again. Um, that in itself is like scapegoating. It's like no, no, like. Anyways, this we can talk about this forever, but I I just I I love that you guys recognize that, you know. Hey, we need to do this differently, but that's not to say we're negating or dissing others. Right.
1: Well, it it's for anyone that's experienced a pain from a church, that pain is very real yeah you know to acknowledge that it that this thing happens that's something that's totally we need to address that because that is a that is a hurt that does need to be addressed Mm -hmm. but we also don't want to dwell and seek vengeance and revenge on that hurt but to acknowledge that you have been hurt is very important and it's a Mm -hmm. huge part of the healing process right so but it's it's we want, I guess it, the best way to describe it is for me because I, I came out of a pretty rough burning experience with the church. Mm. Um, and th- it was just this wonderful process of like what happened to you was wrong. It is wrong. and those things need to be in place so that you can heal. but we don't want to we don't want you to sit there. And be stuck in this place. We want to see you actually heal and be better and grow and and almost maybe one day forget that it happened. Yeah. Right. Like and and wishing for that and praying for that. Yeah. But but still acknowledging that yeah that happened and that sucked and we're gonna be here to be with you. You know. Yeah. It, it's really beautiful. I I really. Yeah, it. We love it. <laughs> that's great. We we really we really come to know family. The it's it's the best quote we heard is that it's 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 morbid, but I love it. It's like is it, these are the people I want to die with. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it's like that's great. Yeah, you know that it sounds morbid, but it's that idea of like these are the people I want to be and yep. and die with because this is right these are the. It sounds so like culty almost but it's just that that's a no. strong ver- a verbal metaphor for yeah. that kind of idea of like yeah, yeah this is this is good you know yeah. like
0: and I mean obviously acknowledging that life is not easy people are not perfect um but you guys are I mean I'm I'm guessing you're walking through this stuff together it's not it's not all you know sunshine and roses but it but no. it's, but you're but you know that it's the way to live is with supporting each other and beside each other and striving for
1: yeah. you know you can still like even in the, being in the darkest places you can still search for the light you know mm-hmm. that's that's something that's i i think and to endure mm-hmm. especially when things feel un, in completely on un, un, unable to endure mm-hmm. defining and praying for the will to endure is is something that's special but
0: yeah i've been thinking a lot about that just what it actually means like when i was in my early 20s i went through an experience where uh it it really hit me like okay so we can talk about enduring or having patience or or sitting it, you know just seeing something through even if it hurts um but was i actually willing to do that and it had to do with just when i was deciding to to change a lot of my my behavior i was acting out a lot in in ways that you know just self-medicating and trying to escape and do things to sort of uh mend my wounds (laughs) in my foolish ways but when I said, when I turned from those things and said, I'm actually like, I need to do change this. I, I remember some Friday nights where I just felt, just, I felt like crap. And I wanted to go out and party and I wanted to go out and just forget about everything that was hard about life. And I wanted to, you know, escape, but the Lord sort of showed me like, you know, this, this is what this means to endure. And I wasn't alone, but like once in a while I'd have a night where My buddies were all busy, like my Christian buddies who were like kind of, you know, help helping me on the straight and narrow, so to speak. (laughs) And but, you know, everything else was going on that night that I used to take part in, and so I started to realize, like, to actually to talk about, you know, waiting on God, enduring, um, you know choosing righteousness whatever it is it will have those painful moments those lonely moments but that's the point that's why we talk about this stuff it's not just like it's not just fluffy I don't know Yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm not digressing but I'm rambling because I'm trying to, it's been a while since I've <laughs> thought about this and talked about this but lately I have, it's been creeping up again because of just COVID and being stuck at home yeah. and try to figure out well what's the next year gonna look like based on the (laughs) like the last year and um but yeah we just had a meeting with our worship team leaders recently and it's interesting to hear where everyone's coming from and just everyone's experience is different like some like someone like yourself and, and myself you know jumping into like the digital technical audio online world is it's fun but i realized like half of my half of our team is just like really struggling right cuz they don't they don't know anything about you know recording or streaming or um converters or you know like yeah and it's like oh yeah crap like this has actually been a really like easy transition for me but it's been really difficult for a lot of people um so even just connecting with them in a zoom you know (laughs) yeah in a meeting has been really helpful but it got me thinking like gosh we got to do this we got to do this differently because we're all trying to help facilitate church for our 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 community um but our own leaders are hurting right now because they don't they
1: don't know (laughs) which end is well it's like COVID was like the like what talk about like a total reset button you know like the fact that every church that you know didn't have a streaming service now has to have one <laughs> yeah. it like and it was like a crash course of like oh I guess this is how we're doing things um mm-hmm. and yeah. the idea of like how do I have a zoom call without the guitar sounding like garbage <laughs> you yeah know, like yeah. right and all these like these tricky things how do I get in the in the back end of a zoom call and turn off the noise cancellation and phasing issues um, yeah. How do I connect my interface to do that? How do I get my reverb channels to come through on my, you know, on my same server and all these things like yeah. crazy things like that. Yeah. It, and it's just like, I can imagine anyone that, I mean, there's, there's definitely people out there that are they're that maybe the tech side isn't their, their go-to. And that's just been nothing but a hurdle because, you know, like I, I found usually people that are in, in worship ministry that aren't tech oriented, their skills are so good in the physical because you right. see these like, not. I'm not saying like proficient as a musician or anything, I'm talking about how they visually prepare things and mm-hmm. how they mentally prepare things. And just their that skill set is so good. And because of this technical issue, it's just squashed that almost to nothing. It's heartbreaking, like uh, it's, yeah. it's totally. and I can imagine so discouraging for people that have skill sets mm. that are aren't. You know, it's like I, I wonder how many. I, I, my heart breaks just thinking how many churches have fired amazing worship leaders because they don't have that skill set now, yeah. right? And that that thought just breaks my heart because yeah. that has so much value, mm-hmm. and it's just this awkward hiccup that COVID made (laughs) you know oh I I so hope that there's this
0: (sighs) (laughs) let let me make this call out to people like like Luke and I who who do enjoy recording and the technical side of things if you're one of those people talk to your team talk talk to your worship leaders find out who isn't like that and find out how you can connect them with someone like yourself um, find out how you can support them I said to them yesterday I said hey like you know if it works with my schedule I'm here like if you need me to come and be the guy that's helping record your your set or You know, I even started whipping up a poster to sort of a diagram, a flowchart of signal and where it's going and all the different places it has to go and how and which ones analog, which ones digital, and you know, because they some of them were just like I don't know anything. Like I don't, I barely knew how to get onto this Zoom, that you know. So yeah, I just I guess I just challenge or encourage anyone out there, like hey, pinpoint some of those people that can help and the ones that want to serve, not the ones that want to. You know, be the rock star, superstar, save everybody. But just like find those who want to serve and that can help in that stuff and connect them with those people that Luke's talking about, the the gifted people who maybe don't have the technical side. Um, so I want to be um, mindful of, you know, time and, and everything. And I, I don't, if you have more to tell us about, um, the couple of things you were chatting about, like by all means go for it. But I also, I have a few questions to close yeah. with. Yeah. You could. Well, I, yeah,
1: I, I would, I'd love to, well, I'm just wondering if in regards to the tech side and, and things yeah. like that, even if you don't know anyone within your church, there is so many people in this lovely community. Yeah. Of everything, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. If it, anything on Facebook there's there's so many wonderful people out there that would love to help they may not be able to serve on a regular basis but they'll gladly point you in a direction and and help you move forward so uh, right off the top I mean obviously connect with Steven (laughs) Ah, Steven would be able to actually you know give you some some direction to that Um, you can always contact me I'm always loving to chat and and hear your story yeah. And if there's a way I can help, I would love to do that. So, please don't hesitate to reach yeah. out. Um, and I'll yeah. let you go into your questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we'll put we'll put some contact info in the show notes. I mean, uh Luke mentioned your website is
1: ah, art, the arctic.co arctic, or co. The
0: arctic dot co
1: yeah, right? the arctic yeah. Dot co. And make sure you go to thearctic.co/store. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs>
1: I got some shirts there that are pretty awesome, but I need them to go because touring's yeah. not happening. So I need I need those shirts out of my place. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I've seen a few few posts from musicians like that. I think uh, yeah. one was Dan Bremnes sitting like with all these boxes because his he was supposed to tour like last or yeah last year earlier last year just all got shut down and I just forget what he did. He just said like, hey, pay shipping. You know, pay what you want. Uh, I-
1: yeah, um, just as long to get as you pay for them.
0: shipping <laughs> and, uh, he got rid of a lot of stuff that way, but it's mm. hard. Cause like, yeah, we still, we still need to pay our bills, you know? So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he did okay with that, but yeah. So go to so go to Yeah. Go to, <laughs> go to Luke's store and huh. speaking of stores, um, always be sure to wear a mask when you're going to the grocery store. Uh, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sanitize so, your hands. So, so Yeah. A few questions. One is, tell us about your microphone. I see a nice-looking microphone, Ah. and and
1: your voice sounds beautiful in my ears. Okay. Oh, okay. This is an Aston Spirit. Oh. So, um, Aston is a company from the UK, and they make... uh, Well, they they have multiple microphones now, but for the longest time, they had the Aston Origin and the Aston Spirit. Um, The Aston Origin is a a little smaller version of the same mic. And it's only uh, only cardioid directional, um, I guess would be the right way to say it, where the Spirit, you have figure eight and Omni as well. But it is so good. (laughs) I love these mics so much. I'm not paid by these guys. I should just clarify. (laughs) I'm not paid by them, but I love them. And the reason initially why I bought it was not only because it sound good. I this was back in Lawn McQuaid. I went to Toronto, and uh, the oh, I forget his name. Anyway, the owner of Aston was there doing a oh, display, cool. and uh, so he's you know taking the microphone and he's talking into it, and then he has a. a, a I always butcher this. This is gonna make me laugh. Neumann, Newman, Neumann. Yeah, Neumann. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I I I always but I always butcher it. I always go ahead and mix it up. Well, it's
0: funny because yeah, you would think it was just Newman, but everyone says Neumann, so yeah, I think it must be Neumann. Anyway, he has
1: a Neumann uh, a TLM one hundred and three. Yeah. He's talking to it, and he's going back and forth, and it's like it sounds pretty good. He goes like that. Yeah, it's pretty close. In regards to sound, he's like, but you can't do this with a TLM. He yeah. grabs this metal rod, and he takes the Aston, and he just starts beating it left oh to right. And just starts smashing this mic with the hammer. Yeah. And he takes the back, the Aston back up, and he starts talking to it. And it sounds fine and so it was like that's the selling feature for me because i am so rough with my gear yeah, yeah I was like i i know if i had a tlm i would probably drop it and then it would be useless right that's and funny. then i would be like oh there's a you know 1500 bucks down the drain where this guy i i'm trying to remember i bought this one used but i think the the origin i think is like 3.99 wow and this guy i i think it's 549. Wow! And it sounds so good. I use it for everything. That's great. <laughs> it's, it's also that's the only great. thing I can afford.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm still paying for my mics, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's good to know. I love that, uh, and it's very affordable. My next mic, I think, is um, oh my goodness, I always forget the the model, the SM. Uh, you know, the good. It's it's good for broadcasting. It's got the big oh, the SM7B. Yeah, seven B. That's the one. Yeah. yeah that's kind of my next one I want, just because whenever I end up tracking, uh, you know, a scratch vocal with that, uh, I always want to keep it because it sounds so awesome. Well, it's so, also like
1: the podcast mic, right?
0: D- yeah, like, that too. That's great too. Yeah. I mean, and you can just eat that mic and uh,
1: sounds good. You know, <laughs> just
0: relax while you're track while you're doing your thing. So okay, so the other yeah. qu- two quick questions. What music are you listening? to? You mentioned that Jars of Clay song. Yes. What else? What else, is there? Anything else that's, that's new that's in your ears these days? Man, that maybe some of our worship leaders would either be inspired by or be able to uh, to use.
1: That's actually a good question. Um, from what I'm listening to lately, I've John Foreman. I, I'm always been a huge fan of John. I love right John's music. And if you're talking about laments. I'm a huge laments guy because especially now, like, I uh, mean, for those that are suffering, they need to have songs that they can sing. And lament is worship. That, that's a, that is a truth. So yeah, totally. <laughs> if you're not including laments in your worship, please do, because there's people that hurt and this is how we express our pain. Anyway, back to John Foreman. He's got a wonderful song called Jesus. I have my doubts and it is wow. beautiful it is so wow. beautiful and it's I I think it was really it was released when the Capitol got stormed like it was like oh, right wow. around the same time and it was just this really kind of wonderful pairing of just this wrestling of timing and yeah and um, I'm trying to remember some lyrics off the top of my head you know like Jesus feels like the world's falling in pieces I'm sure you got your reasons I sure I'm sure you got your reasons but I have my doubts you mm. know like you know like it's just so real yeah. everything that's right feels wrong all my belief is gone you know like yeah it it's it's just honest and those are yeah. so Oh, you don't have that in worship anymore. If I'm being brutally honest, like yeah, you don't. no, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm gonna hate for that. But if I'm if I'm being honest, I, it's so hard to find real. Yeah. Um. As for um new worship songs that resonate with me, uh, my my dear friends, Ka- Colin and Candace Howard, actually close to your territory. Um, oh yeah, in Nelson. Nice. Um, yeah my goodness candace came they both came out with uh, their new record let me just find the name for it here really quick cool uh one quick second here we go uh just, we just call That's this right. up
0: on my <laughs> <laughs> What's What's uh the,
1: their album is called taste and see um Ooh. there are so many reasons why i like this okay because you have. So much production in worship music now, right? Mm. This was recorded by Candace who had no experience on anything. And she recorded it in a church that someone said, you can use this. Just her and a guitar. I think there's a piano and bass that yep. her, uh, Colin, her husband, played on. Um, and they just sent it off to get mixed. They live in a van, so it's it's just super super simplistic but oh it's so good because it cuts and it's so real the songs are so good and it's stripped down and it's so refreshing to hear something that isn't polished and isn't perfect in regards to production yeah it's just real and the songs are so good um I would recommend um, "Lead Me On," just broke me.
2: Now, how do you, how do you spell? Song. Yeah,
1: is Col- it, uh, If you look for Colin and Candace, so uh, C O L I N and mm-hmm. Candice, then C A N D A C E. It is on Spotify and stuff too. Cool, uh, super indie, and the album is called um, "Taste and See."
0: Right on. Oh, um, I think I found them. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, it is. It is remarkable. Like I, I was just such a wonderful breath of fresh air for me. Um, right on. Outside of uh, outside of the uh, the worship side, things I've really enjoyed lately. Um, I've been really getting into Saint Mesa. Saint mm. Mesa is. Um, I was. Back when I was doing a, the cover contest to find out what cover I was going to see, it became it came down to Come Together versus Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs>
0: yeah, right on.
1: And, um, and I was thinking that Smells Like Teen Spirit was actually going to win. So I decided just to take a quick look and see who's covered it. Yeah. And a lot of the covers were almost too technical for the song because the song's so unusual out of the key and, and mm. different, and it works in the grunge thing, but when it works in other arrangements, it doesn't. But this guy, um, he does a cover of it, and it is amazing, yeah. And it yeah. was like, I really hope I don't have to cover this song because it is just too already, good, yeah, and I, yeah. there's no way I'm gonna get close to it. But I've been really enjoying his music. He does this kind of like almost cinematic style. It's very epic, massive drums. Uh, very uh, eclectic, really. What's, kinda it, what's it ye- called stuff. again? Uh, it, the artist name is Saint Mesa. Cool. Yeah, I've been really like. Obviously, it's you know, I I just find it musically inspiring. It's it, musically inspiring. There's some neat little like just themes in it, but uh, you know, you know, it's definitely it's something you don't want to play in church necessarily. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's inspiring. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. Oh, it's
1: on. like there's just some really neat ideas. And cool. I, I always love finding artists that are pushing the envelope in regards to ideas and creative awesome. with music and, and still being real, not doing anything of shock or that, I, that doesn't appeal to me, but something that's like, Oh, you've what, what's the, what's the Leonardo line in, in, in Django. You It's like you first <laughs> had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: awesome yeah. you know there's a guy uh, it just got me thinking so I have not checked his music out forever but speaking of just sort of you know raw and um, like the artist you were talking about before Colin and Candace. Mm-hmm. so if I might recommend two things back to you because I'm grateful for what you just recommended to me and to everybody I'd love to hear it um, Tom Weist, I think, is how you pronounce it. W U E S T, and I met him years ago when he was studying at Regent College, and he put a record out with uh, I think Peter LeGrand might have produced it, unless the seed falls. Um, And I think we played at like a festival, the Justice Festival, years ago. I think he did a set and we did a set. Um, but after that, I just sort of lost track of what he's up to. He does look like he's done some other records. I found him on Bandcamp. Tom, Tom Weist or West. Okay. W W U E S T. Right. You just it just triggered when you're talking about Candice's, you know, mm-hmm. recordings. It, it just triggered a memory of this guy. Um, and lament too. Like there's like songs about justice and. and uh lament in here too so the other music that i've been listening to is right from your neck of the woods like literally abbotsford british columbia or mission i guess um well mission and abbotsford but my buddy Jarrett has a really great uh project going called uh the warm amps w-a-r-m amps. warm amps and you can find his music on Bandcamp, and you can find it on Spotify and Title and iTunes and all that too. But his latest record is just so great, and I think you know it's produced by this guy named Simon, who's got a studio. I think I think it's in Abbotsford, but huh. and um, oh,
1: it's Warm just amps. really it's really great. I, I love it I mean uh, call the Midlight what uh, call the yeah mid-life? call the
0: midwife is the latest record and okay. the first song the town painter I think it's called like I just cannot stop listening to it I love it so awesome I'll oh, check um, this out that's awesome and if you need your house painted uh, he's he's the guy to call to because <laughs> he literally does he paints he's an artist I've got his art in almost every room of my house
3: Aww.
1: his
0: some of his older stuff that he he uh, did during you know, art school, but he continues to paint, but he makes w- awesome music and he's, uh, and he also paints houses, you know, not just art, but you also like, he'll paint your yeah. walls too. So oh, <laughs> I think awesome. he's still doing that. I hope he becomes a rich rock star and he doesn't have to do that anymore. But anyways, <laughs> oh,
1: what's the, what's so, the I'm trying to think what's the BC thing. It was like, if you live in Nashville, you're a, you're a songwriter and a waiter. And then if you're in BC, it's like you're a, you're a musician and you're a tradesperson. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah that's like, very true. <laughs> it's
0: like Sam Hurd, who played on our record, our last record, I think he does, f- like, floors or something. Like, he's a trades guy, you yeah. know? Um, I thought he showed up in his van because he had his drum kit with him, but no, it's because that's his work, <laughs> You know, tra- Travis from... Uh, I think is he at Abbey Vineyard still? Oh yeah, Travis Earl. Like, you know, yep. there's He's a there's a Abby. trades
1: trades guy for yeah, you. Yeah, he does trades. Brian Teeson, yeah. same thing. Well, Bra- oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah Brian. Roofer, He's amazing guitar player, songwriter. Oh gosh. everything and and dropping. his will be there off on your roof. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dropping yeah, yeah. his yeah. phone off
0: a roof once or twice a <laughs> <this> summer, and <laughs> uh, yeah, like Andy Park's sons have all gotten into trades. They're not all in trades still, but but like they've all. They've all supported themselves, you know, yep. flooring with like Paul Stokes and that's people, uh, people like that. So it's oh, it's, I,
1: Paul is a part of the table. Yeah, I, that's I've why I it. think Andy yeah. was
0: telling me about it. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I was. I forgot to ask that. Yeah, I love Paul. He's good. He
1: is such he's, a good man. Yeah. What is he? Does he play a guild or something? I think I want to. Uh, I I think he does have a guild. I I th- I know he's got a Gibson as well, but um. Oh, maybe it's a gib- Yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I he's got a guitar. guitar. The one that I that I used to, you know, see him play.
1: <laughs> 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 like, like the one that I stole. I love it. Oh, like, I love yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyways. Okay. Well, I feel. I, I feel I should um I think Lisa came home, had lunch and left this whole like while we were on the podcast. so oh, and I even heard her playing piano. she was she's working on some something
1: oh, um
0: that's awesome. but uh so I need to just go see what's happening upstairs. My dog sure. probably needs to go out so as an act of worship unto the Lord, I will take my dog for a walk <laughs> and oh, I want to thank good. you, Luke, for coming back for part two or three, two. This I think part it's part two. two. Yeah. We we <laughs> meant to do part two a long time ago, but we finally got to it. And That's right, you know, we talked about a number of things today, but uh, you know, it's all just such good stuff from what have we done in the last year during this pandemic to lament and cool new music and um cool mics. I love your mic. And uh Aww yeah do you have anything happening that you want to promote that you want to talk about like musically either with you or your your community of musicians there
1: yeah i i mean there's always stuff on the go um mm-hmm. right now i i would i'm i would just love to connect with listeners and people mm-hmm. um i i i've been trying to do music i've been trying to do um Film and all these things, and I, I, I had kind of like this sad realization that that's not the medium. Mm. The music isn't. Is it? It's not really the picture. The picture is actually people. And so I, I've been wanting to meet and connect with people. So yeah. Um, if they, if I would, I'm just kind of in a situation where I just love to hear people's stories and i'd yeah. love to hear about them so on my website if you go to the arctic.co there's a, t- a little button right at the beginning it says what's your story and that's just kind of like an open to the uh you know being part of the mailing list but i i just genuinely want to know about you and so it opens the door for dialogue and then I, I just want to hear what your stories are i want to know who yeah. you are um that that kind of I don't know. That means more to me than you know, a song, <laughs> or yeah. or a, a yeah. you know, or a music video that I made for somebody. I'd rather I'd rather get to know who people are and their friends. So um, that's what's going on currently. Um, there are, I mean, I got that cover of Come Together. That's gonna be coming together. <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be something that's a little silly and fun. Um, that kind of stuff, it's probably just connect with me on, you know, I, Instagram seems to be a little bit more of my, my place these days. So the Arctic yeah. Music. Um, but YouTube and stuff like that, everything goes there. Facebook.com slash the Arctic Music. And then YouTube is the Arctic Music. Cool. Uh, it's like a weird link, but something like YouTube's dash C slash the Arctic Music or something. <laughs> right on. <laughs> it's yeah, one yeah. of those weird ones. But, um, But I I just genuinely want to connect with people. I want to know, I want to hear people's stories. Like part of songwriting and part of filmmaking is, is the stories. And I, there are so much, especially now during COVID, I imagine there's a lot of people that have had amazing things happen Mm. and I would love to hear them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would too. So make sure you uh, pass those stories on to me as well. Maybe on the next episode in two years. Oh, you got no. it. <laughs> yeah, in two years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Yeah, send Luke your stories, and then hey, maybe we'll uh, get you on on an episode of Worship Leader Life, and we can hear hear from you too. Um, or just send him your stories, and he's not going to necessarily uh, share them with anybody because it's
1: confidential. But <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) yeah don't worry oh don't worry i i'll ask (laughs) i'll ask before i do anything i just genuinely want to hear what what people have to share and say that's exactly it cool so it is january
0: 2021 uh i'm not sure if we're going to put this up right away so if you're listening to this early february um i hope you've had a wonderful few weeks and uh i hope yeah luke thank you so much for
1: joining oh. us oh it's always so good to see you and and thanks oh, for yeah. having me back i i love i love your podcast
0: oh gee oh shucks ah oh, shucks <laughs> yeah. yeah it's time to get it going again which is why we're doing this so uh thank you for helping to keep it alive
1: oh glad to this has been the worshipleaderlife.com podcast visit us at worshipleaderlife.com for all our great content and resources for leading worship. Don't forget to sign up for our next workshop, finally understand compression, EQ and reverb.
0: This has been the worshipleaderlife.com podcast. You can find us at worshipleaderlife.com. I'm your host, Stephen Toon. I'm an ordained minister with the Christian Missionary Alliance in Canada. I was a pastor for almost 20 years and now I support local churches by discipling worship leaders. And I look forward to serving you again. Thanks. Bye-bye.
2: Jesus, I need you more than I My shelter, comfort, and healing from all my pain. Your love, it transforms and reclaims. Your touch, we your love your embrace. Your Savior, rescued me while I was still in sin. I'll never. Receive condemnation or shame again Covered by the song of your love I'm saved by the mark of your blood Oh, you fly like an eagle and pour like rain You ride on the wind and you know my name Everything broken demands mend. No one can love like you You're gentle as a whisper but never weak You're rushing like a breaker but you calm the sea You glorify the Father and spread His name Jesus, there's not like you We know your voice, Lover, meeting our needs and empowering choice. You speak, you're the living word. We can't get enough of you, Lord. There's none Like